Hello and welcome back to the Across the Pod podcast as part of the Say It Again Network. I'm Andy and we are here for another NFL episode and this time it's the turn of our week five preview. And my guest today is a guest, a first time guest on the Across the Pod podcast, but a regular on our Eurotrips podcast. I'm here with Jonathan Dix. How are you? Doing great. Excited to, to do and, and try my first NFL podcast. We'll see what happens. Yeah, brilliant. And we like to ask every new guest a question. Um, so obviously you're a 49ers fan, Jonathan. So what made you a 49ers fan? Grown up for most of my life in the San Francisco Bay Area. So always followed the 49ers uh, growing up. I've I can't say I'm a super fan of them. Uh, I've been to several games throughout the years and and do pay attention to most of their games. But uh, yeah, there's some far far crazier fans than me out here in the in the in the Bay. So uh, yeah, no, I still love the team. They're usually always around and trying to make a playoff push. So it's they're fun to watch. And is there a sort of player, whether it's current players or past players, that sort of stick out to you in terms of like favorite players you've seen in a in a jersey for the 49ers? Yeah, I mean, growing up, quarterbacks, Alex Smith, Colin Kaepernick, and Patrick Willis was, of course, uh, an unbelievable linebacker for so long, and Michael Crabtree from Texas Tech. Uh, now it's got to be Debo Samuel and Javon Kinlaw just because of that South Carolina uh, connection. Uh, also, Jimmy Legree, a cornerback back in the day. He was only around for, for a little bit. And, and Marcus Slattimore, they drafted in the fourth round and, and never played a single snap, but... Uh, yeah, a lot of South Carolina connections and, and a lot of great players through the years. Fantastic. Um, so, also we had, a, we had another 49ers fan last week in Paul Hope. He now leads the leaderboard after he got 12 predictions right in last week. Wow. The only ones he got wrong were the Chicago Bears, who lost to the Giants, the Dolphins, who lost to the Bengals, the Browns, who lost to the Falcons, and the Detroit Lions, who lost that amazing game to the Seattle Seahawks. So he leads away with 12 points with uh, both myself in week two and week four, level on point, level on correct score with eight with Andre uh, Dixon and also George on sports also on eight points. So poor hope is our co-leader and Jonathan will hope as well as myself to beat that this week. Um, the first game, obviously by the time this podcast comes out, this game might have been done already, a game I'm actually going to tonight. Um, if all goes well, I should be on Channel 5 this weekend uh, at the game, so do catch me on that half nine or ten Sunday morning on Channel 5. It's the Indianapolis Colts hosting the Denver Broncos. Now, for me, watching the Colts last week and watching the Broncos all year long, neither team has really impressed me. I'm going to go purely on the Denver defence. I'm going to go for a Denver win. Um, Jonathan, who do you think is going to win this game? Denver at home, I think they're going to beat Colts in a close one. But again, I haven't been impressed with the Nathaniel Hackett system mm-hmm. so far. I mean, Russell Wilson continues to just talk about Subway sandwiches. Sadly, we did lose internet there. But Jonathan did say a Denver Broncos win. Um, we'll just shoot off the rest of the games. Um, obviously, Giants played the Packers in London, the Packers' first time in London. We'll just reel off some other games quickly. So the Pittsburgh Steelers travel to the Buffalo Bills. I've gone for the Bills win. This might be the easiest one to pick of the whole weekend. Where are you seeing it, Jonathan? Uh, I've got the Bills as well. Uh, strange quarterback situation down there in Pittsburgh. So I've got Josh Allen. Yeah, absolutely. And before I forget, we've got to actually predict the Packers Giants. I'm going for the Packers. How about you? I'm going for the Packers as well. Aaron Rodgers is is mad at every single one of his wide receivers. So uh, hopefully he'll turn them around soon. And yeah, 
Daniel Jones is a little knocked up. I like the Packers. And then next up is the Chargers at Cleveland. Well, this is a tough one, but I'm, I'm going to lean with the Chargers here. Uh, not a believer in Cleveland. Uh, I'm going to go with Justin Herbert and the Chargers, who's still sort of dealing with that little injury. Okay, next up, uh, I went for the Chargers as well, and I've gone for the Jags to beat the Texans as the Houston Texans travel to Duval County. Um, how are you seeing it, Jonathan? I've got an upset here. I think Texans are, are still not good, but they're a little better than people think. I don't think Jaguars can, uh, can keep up a few decent games they've had, so I've got the Texans. Okay, our first different opinion so far, so um, not completely identical so far. Um, next up is the Bears traveling to the Vikings, a game I'll be at. Um, I think the Vikings will win. I think that, that offense um, is just outweighs completely any of Chicago's offense. Their defense looked all right. Um, Cleo Herbert actually impressed me at running back, but I do think the Vikings will get the win despite their travels back from London. Yeah, I agree. Primetime Kirk Cousins. It's not playing in a primetime game, so that means Vikings win playing the Bears at home. I like Minnesota. Okay, next up, I found this one hard to predict. The Detroit Lions taking on the New England Patriots in Boston. Um, in the end, I've gone for just the New England team just because the Lions is the Lions and the Patriots. You can never really write off Bill Belichick, and they gave the Packers a good game last week. I'm going to give the edge to the Lions. Uh... I just love Dan Campbell as a coach. It probably won't work out because the roster is still not close to being there. But uh, Patriots are going through a lot right now. I like Detroit. Okay, next up, the Seattle Seahawks, who beat the Lions last week in that amazing game, traveled to the New Orleans Saints, who, of course, lost that heartbreaker in London. I'm going to go for the Saints because I do like them a lot more than I like the Seahawks. Yeah, I think the Saints win this one at home. Okay, next up. The Miami Dolphins travels to the New York Jets. Obviously, without Tua, Teddy Bridgewater is going to start. I think even with Teddy Bridgewater, I think we'll still win this game. I don't think he'll be as comfortable as it would have been if Tua was playing because he was playing the best um, sort of football of his career in the NFL. So I'm going to give us the edge. It was a 20 to 10 win. Um, how are you seeing it, Jonathan? This is going to hurt you, Andy. I, I do like the Jets. Oh, and oh, this oh. One. <laughs> I think. Uh... Miami's going to make too many mistakes on offense against a Robert Sala-led defense. Uh, it's funny, Mike McDaniels and Robert Sala know each other very well from their 49ers days. Uh, I like Garrett Wilson a lot, picked out, out of Ohio State this year. I'm going to barely give the edge to the Jets. Okay, um, next up, Falcons and Buccaneers. Pretty easy for me, Buccaneers win. Yourself? Yeah, Buccaneers. Tom Brady is... Uh, is going to be playing really mad with the divorce loss to Kansas City. So uh, give me Buccaneers all day. Okay. Next up is in Washington as the commander's host of Tennessee Titans. Oh, God, Washington. Oh, they still look so bad. That stadium is a complete mess, FedEx Field. Um, I'll, give, I'll give the edge to Tennessee. I wouldn't be surprised if, if Washington – scrape this one out as Tennessee aren't that good themselves, but I'll give the edge to Tennessee. Yeah, I've gone for the same. Um, loved watching them last week. Derrick Henry looked, looked back to his best last week, and I think that will be may well be the key in this one. Um, next up, of course, the main one for you, Jonathan, as the 49ers travel to Carolina, of course, mixing in your alma mater and your um, <laughs> and your where you're from. So in terms of that, obviously, first of all, how does it feel 
when you do have a team that you support playing against a team, you know, that in a university or college that you went to? Um, I, I've never been a big Panthers fan. I've got some family in the Carolinas who definitely uh, pull for the Panthers. But for me, I always choose the 49ers, uh, no matter who they play in the NFL. I've actually sided with the Colts a little bit in recent years because I thought Chris Ballard was doing a good job um, as a general manager, although quarterback has been an issue. This, this one-stop shop of Carson Wentz and, and Matt Ryan after Andrew Luck isn't really working out. But, uh, yeah, no, it's an easy, easy pick for me. I like the 49ers. Um, I think Matt Rule is going to get fired before the season ends. Mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield's not the answer, never was the answer. So, um, and I don't think Jimmy G's the answer, but, you know, he's good enough for now. So I'll go with San Francisco. Yeah, I mean, in terms of this, obviously, it's been a brilliant defensive performance last week we saw against the Rams. I think you've now won seven straight in the regular season against McVay. Um, and yeah, I think Jimmy G, whilst hasn't been, you know, hasn't been amazing, quite frankly, but he's winning games, which he has always done in his career, especially at San Francisco. Obviously, Trey Lance out for the year. Um, do you think almost that familiarity rather than someone new may well help you in terms of getting to the postseason, this season at least? Yeah, of course. I mean, Jimmy G, Jimmy G, as we've seen for the last few years, is more than good enough to get the 49ers into a consistent playoff berth. Um, of course, Trey Lance, you know, people thought that in Kyle Shanahan system could possibly take it to the next le- level and finally get that Super Bowl win. But you, as, as we see from several of the videos, it seems like the team is, is more bonded around Jimmy G. Um, they seem more together as a team or rumors, reports of, of whatnot of some of the players not really agreeing with Trey Lance getting the start uh, this season. So he seems more well-liked within the team. Um, and it's, he really is a pretty simple job. Just give the football to Debo Samuel. It's, it's not that hard. So <laughs> as long as they can do that, they'll, they'll be just fine. And hopefully you know, he has a lengthy uh, injury history, so hopefully he can stay healthy uh, for a second straight season. Mm, yeah, and we'll see what happens for the rest of the year. Now, our next game sees the NFL's current only unbeaten team against last season's longest-running unbeaten team as the Philadelphia Eagles travel to the Arizona Cardinals. Now, I think the Eagles have looked really good. I know I tipped them to lose last week in a shock loss, but for me, they look good in every department, and I think they could well be almost a surprise team of the year. So I think they're going to win this game. I think the Cardinals, I know they got the win, but the Panthers aren't very good and they didn't really impress me that much. So for me, this is one of the easier ones for me. I'm going for the Eagles to win this. I'm actually going to go with the upset here a little bit. I've got the Cardinals. Um, I think Eagles are going to lose at some point. Going away to Arizona, Kyler Murray will do some sort of random trickery of a 20-second play and, and barely sneak past Philadelphia. They're still missing DeAndre Hopkins, who will come back within a few games. But, uh, yeah, I like Arizona. Okay. Now, the team you guys beat last week in the Rams, they'll be traveling. They'll be hosting, even, the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Dallas Cowboys, to me, have actually really impressed me without Dak Prescott. I mean, I've always been very vocal on my thoughts of Dak Prescott not being as good as everyone makes out. And I think Cooper Rush has proved that yeah, they can do well even without Dak Prescott. And they've even won all their games, you know, with him, without him even. And the one game they lose was with Dak Prescott. So, um, 
But I think the Rams will win this game. I think that they're just, you can never really see the Rams losing back-to-back games. And I think they're going to be back to winning ways here. And Dallas Cowboys, sadly, their run of winning three games in a row will come to an end. Yeah, I agree. I, I think the Rams are going to bounce back and and beat the Cowboys. It's it's funny seeing these Cooper Rush to, to Dak Prescott comparisons. I, I do think Prescott is overrated as well, but um, you know, I, I still don't think Cooper Rush is on the same level as him. I've got the Rams. Yeah, and also you've got the, the fact that teams he's played has been the Bengals, whose O-line was still getting adjusted. They played the Commanders and the Giants, so I think it's not like he's beaten the Chiefs at Arrowhead or he's beaten the Buccaneers or anything like that. So I think maybe it's one of those things where sometimes new quarterbacks or backup quarterbacks get a little bit of a honeymoon period before teams start to work out their game. Um, talking to the Bengals, uh, Sunday night football game sees them travel to Baltimore to take on their AFC North rivals, the Ravens. The Ravens, for me, are an absolute mess on defence. The they've got the worst pass defence in the league um, and they've, just looked, they've given up two wins that looked like were, they were going to win quite easily. So I think that worries me and that's why I've got the Bengals to win because the Bengals are heading in the right trajectory. They've won back-to-back games. They looked really impressive when I saw them play in Cincinnati and I think that they're going to keep this momentum going with a win over the Ravens. Yeah, I think this is the best Sunday night football game we've had so far this season with Burrow and, and uh, Jackson. I've got the Ravens, though, after that controversy last week with John Harbaugh's decision-making and what happened there. I think that they're going to win this one at home. Um, Lamar has still had an incredible start to the season. Is you know This is his contract year. He's playing for himself. I don't believe he still has an agent. I believe he's doing all these extension talks by himself. So um, he's playing with a purpose. Bengals have looked iffy to start the year. I like the Ravens to bounce back. Okay, and then the final game, game I'm very lucky to be at on Monday night as the Chiefs play the Raiders in Arrowhead. I've gone for the Chiefs just because I think the Raiders, I know they got the win, but they haven't looked convincing at all. Um, See, I'm going for the Chiefs. How about yourself? I'm very jealous. Arrowhead Stadium is is pretty electric, so that's going to be a lot of fun, especially on Monday, Monday night football. I've got the Chiefs. Not not too sure about uh, uh, Josh McDaniels to start the year. So, yeah, Alec Kansas City and Andy Reid. Okay, so that means we have five different differences in score. So um, both went for the Broncos. I both went for the Packers to beat the Giants. Both went for the Bills to beat the Steelers. Uh, both went for the Chargers to beat the Browns. Both went for the Vikings to beat the Bears. However, I went for the Jags to beat the Houston Texans and Jonathan went for the Texans to win. I went for New England. Jonathan went for Detroit in that game. Both went for New Orleans. Both went for Tampa, Tennessee, and the 49ers winning those games. Uh, I went for Miami. Jonathan went for New York Jets. Uh, I went for Philadelphia Eagles. Jonathan went for the Cardinals. Both went for the Rams. Both went for the Chiefs. I went for the Bengals. Jonathan went for the Ravens. So that's been our shorter than normal preview of the upcoming NFL action. But thank you all for listening and keep an eye out for our week five review we'll have next week so thank you john for coming on first of all thank you so much for having me no problem at all and we will see you guys next time